Grab them grots and get those grenades. It's time for GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 429 of the GeekCast Live podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Cartoon Joe. And that's it. We have we are sans Rob. We have no Nick. Um, not even sure if Nick will ever be back at this point, to be completely honest. Yeah, I think um, he might be lost in a fugue state. I think like, just, like just roaming the just roaming. <laughs> One of five huge states in the United States. Yeah. For our, for our foreign listeners in Moldova, um, we have states that are just um, perpetually not there. Yeah. Uh, they, they have no impact on anything. Yeah. Well, they've got the uh, the government's been pumping the air with that nostalgia gas from inside job. Right. Right. And so and if you it, wander in, you get stuck. It's like a, it's like Hotel California. It's both Dakotas. Um. Uh, I'd say uh, both Dakotas, uh, Hawaii, Florida, Florida, and uh, man, Is it, it's Delaware? either Utah or New Mexico. Oh, it could be Delaware. But, no, it's New Mexico. It's New Mexico for sure. For sure. Land of enchantment. They should. If you could put, we we're we're we need to rename the states. Yes. Like, oh, like, I, it's, I would, like it's time. Yeah, I'd like to see the states renamed. I'd also, I think it's time to redraw the borders of the states. I mean, that's, it seems uh, like maybe we could make it less arbitrary. Yeah. Or more arbitrary. Yes. <laughs> having, having not a firm understanding of what that word means in this context. Right. Yeah, like instead of, uh, I feel like it'd be more arbitrary because like a lot of it's like natural boundaries, like uh, the Mississippi separates Iowa from Illinois. I totally get the western border of Illinois. I get the southern border of Indiana. That makes complete sense to me. It's just the Ohio River. Right. What what the fuck? Why did we decide that Indiana and Illinois are split? north and south like that along it's just a line yeah, i don't know yeah it's just a line it's, it's from it's it's a line from chicago to the ohio river why I, I don't know i don't know well my favorite part is that like uh there's a there's a city in northwest indiana that's just east chicago but it's not yeah. in illinois there's an east st louis right that's that's in illinois weird yeah I think I-57 coming out of Chicago mm-hmm. should be everything everything east of I-57 from Chicago to Memphis should be Indiana. Yeah, that seems fair. You already have the road there. It's a perfect boundary marker. It's like you built the road. You might as well live with it. Did I lose you? At least 
be able to say like, oh, it's oh, it's the road. This week, due to some unfortunate circumstances, everybody's okay. Just a terrible, uh, terrible uh, hang gliding bear incident. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, uh, bears do be high hang gliding. So, and so it's just it's just Joe and I. We're just we're doing a thing uh, during the day here. I'm on the road. It's kind of like a meth, like an old meth Vanigan episode. Yeah. Which we haven't had in a long time. So we thought we'd bring Meth Vanigan back because I yeah. am, of course, driving around in an all white meth van. Nice. Oh, that's why it's called that. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I don't like. I don't think meth is generally like served in vans. Right. I'm not sure. Although the idea, sure. the idea of it being served is funny. <laughs> like a like, like a major D. Yeah, like they they take the cloche off, and it's like a just a nice I don't know meth, just a nice meth in whatever form yeah. you take it. I, well, I don't and, do meth. Uh, one thing I didn't know about meth, I learned it today when uh, uh, somebody in one of our group chats shared. Now I don't I don't know if it's one I, I know you're in it, but it's not like a text chat; it's a Discord chat. Um, yeah. Uh, Liz, Doctor Liz shared a, a thing about um, like uh, thousands of tons of meth have been uh, captured around the world this week. And well, most of it, is, most it like, of is, it, is it like world, it's like world meth week or what? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Let me, uh, let me see if I can find that real fast. It's liquid. Yeah. Like most of it was liquid meth, which is, I didn't know was a thing. I assumed it was always solid. Uh, this has nothing to do with meth, but I, <laughs> My son, who's super smart, um, had a, had a, a moment where he, I asked if anybody needed anything from the refrigerator, and he very straight faced said, "Do we have any liquid juice?" And and I and I don't know. He said it, and everybody looked at him, and he was like, "Juice, just juice," and, and I, I couldn't let it go. I was like, "Hold on, second. we're unpacking this." <laughs> what do you mean by? What do you mean by liquid juice? Like, is there another juice that I don't? Yeah. Is there a like a solid? Like, I guess the like that frozen orange juice tube, right? Or like, can I get a uh, one of those like freezer pops? That's that's solid juice, is, right? I don't know. Is that considered solid or just juice? Like, can I just get a spoonful of Tang? Like, that's is that powdered juice? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If, that, if that's considered, I mean, if that's considered just a form of juice, like powdered juice, then, right. then yeah, then yeah, there's nothing wrong with asking for a glass of liquid juice. Because right. what he would hate for me to do is fill a cup of fucking full of tang powder. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, yeah, like, he didn't like a... specify the matter in which he wanted his juice. Right, right. You, you like, you go and you just, uh, you fill up a vape with, with juice, and it's like, well, here's your, here's your vape juice. I feel like that fucking Parks and Rec episode where they go to the fucking the yes, bar, where it's like exactly what I was thinking about. Ron Burgundy, Ron Burgundy served fucking vodka in a cloud. Right. Can I get a glass God, of whiskey and served me in the form of a flash of light, please? Yes, that's what it was. It was a flash of light. <laughs> I think they did vapor, vapor things too, but. God, that's so oh funny. man! Yeah, uh, I guess yeah. it wasn't last week. It was in August and last month, and in July, 
in uh, the Middle East, let's see. Uh, in August, authorities found two tons of meth hidden in marble tiles shipped from the Middle East to Sydney in what police describe as the largest ever seizure of the illicit drug in Australia. Uh, also in August, oh. Mexican soldiers seized almost one and a half tons of meth and 328 pounds of apparent powdered fentanyl uh, in Sonora. And uh, in July, more than 5,000 pounds of meth was seized in Southern California. And then in Hong Kong, nice. last month, uh, 1.8 metric tons of liquid meth were hidden in cartoons of coconut water en route to Australia. So what even is what is liquid meth? I, I don't know, but it's uh, the important part of the story I've just decided is that in, uh, uh, America is no longer the meth country. It's Australia. Well, all this yeah, is going. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've never. I guess I've never uh, thought that they were two different countries. To be honest, yeah, yeah, Australia. we're not so different. Us, <laughs> America and Australia. Well, well, especially not now. Now that I know all this, right? Yeah, and you know what? Though, here's the thing about Australia: is I think meth should be legal there because Why if you, well, if you have to stay awake and guard your children from giant spiders. You're gonna want a little liquid yeah. meth. You're gonna want a little liquid meth. That makes total yeah. sense. Yeah, probably yeah. like a just... like a cowboy bebop, like in the eyedropper thing. <laughs> you can you can see we... time and stop the spiders before they happen. Spiders! I didn't think we'd get the cowboy bebop today, but here we are. <laughs> oh. I'm not mad about it. Have you no. watched the uh, the live action Netflix one? I have. I thought it was fine. Yeah, apparently so did everyone else. Yeah, with a with a question mark on the end. It could have been better. Everyone looked the part, and the music was good, and it just felt like they uh, missed the point of the, the anime. Show? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I, I, I kind of expected that to be like a huge hit for Netflix. Oh, same, same. It should have been. All of the pieces were there, but they just shoved them in the wrong yeah. places. Yeah, it's like, it's like watching them put everything on that, that one TikTok where they put all the shapes yes. in the same hole. Yes, it was exactly like that. And I felt the same as I'm that girl. I'm <laughs> the, her complete disdain for life watching that fucking video. Yeah. Watching her soul leave her body. <laughs> That's right. The square hole. Oh, Spike! <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, I thought Cowboy Bebop was going to be just a bigger hit. I'm, I'm not disappointed because it was never really my property in the first place. You know, right? I was never, yeah. I was never like a huge Cowboy Bebop fan. Right. Well, I was I was just a big enough fan that when they said they were going to do the live action, I went back and rewatched the old one, like the, the oh anime. no shit, okay, and it was so good. And I just I like I remember seeing an episode here and there on like uh, Toonami at night or whatever at Grandma D's, um, and and it was it was it was better than I remembered. And then I went and watched the live action, and it was not even close no, to the same. Wasn't even. Wasn't even close to that same feeling you had, right? No, it's it's it was very much well. It's it's the uh, it's the visual uh, equivalent of like you you see the picture of the McDonald's like the Big Mac, and then you you get the thing that they serve you, and it's right. Like yeah, it's still a Big Mac. 
I'm going to eat it, but you know, but that's, that's the fear, right? With doing a live action adaptation of fucking anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's why. So, um, last night when we were on that paprika draft, which yeah, listeners, your, your boys here are trying to get the tag team belts from the paprikas in a little, uh, in a little draft. It should be up early next year, but, uh, we were talking about um, Arcane and how yes. we want more Arcane, right? Yeah. Well, well, I want Dresden. I want a live action Dresden file. And right. I would love to see it in live action. That would be rad. I think it'd be really good. Oh, sure. But, yeah. there's, a, but there's such a risk with live action that what if it sucks? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, all, I mean, the, all the guys who are six foot nine play basketball, and I'm not sure any of them can act. Right. So, yeah. So, who are you going to, who are you going to, exactly. And the cautionary, and, and now, I mean, it was also early 2000s, but they actually did a live sci fi, did a Dresden Files TV show. Um, yes. I haven't seen it, but it's like uh, the, one of the dads from um, Arrow. Yes. Exactly. He's not 6'9". He's not an imposing... I don't even think he wears a fucking... Wait, I don't even think, don't, don't think he wears a duster. No. And I just... <laughs> and, and, and I think they found the idea of adapting that property properly so daunting and so hard to do with early 2000s CGI that they yeah. just took the name Dresden and the concept of a Chicago-based wizard and just did whatever the fuck they wanted to do with it. Yeah. Which, and, it's, and it's awful. Don't get me wrong. Could be awesome. Has potential. Sure. Yeah, just the con- yeah the concept of like an out and proud wizard in a major city where magic is a known entity to those who know it is a cool concept. Yeah, but that's yeah. not what I'm. That's not what I'm tuning in for. And like, if Netflix or Amazon bought the property rights to the Dresden Files, that's not what they purchased. They purchased right. that. They purchased uh, the Battle of Chicago. That's what they purchased. Right. And so that's why I want an adaptation of Dresden to watch, but I want it animated because then you can do what you need to do with it. Yeah. I actually, I mean, not to, not to like uh, lean into it too hard, but like, I, I want the opposite of live action, everything animate stuff. Oh, animate I was everything. Just, <laughs> I've been talking to our cousin David about that now for a while. Um, there's a series, uh, it's Sebastian de Castillo. I think maybe you've read it. It's The Great Coast. Oh, yeah. I, I think I'm like halfway through book three. With Kest and Brasty. And, yes, it's um, awesome. I just haven't revisited it yet. It's, it's extremely cool. It's a great world. It's a great concept. But I don't, want, I, I, I don't want a TV show of that. I want an animated TV show of that. Yeah. I want, a, I want animation. Like Disney's doing it backwards and wrong yes disney i don't need a live adaptation of little mermaid give me a better little mermaid right animate it yeah and you could you could do all the same stuff that you're doing with the little mermaid now but just have it be animated that would be fine yep and that's and that's not just uh, what i'm saying is it's not just a a cartoon joe hot take I'm, yeah, I'm with no you. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, it was like uh, that's it's been my problem, I, uh, frankly, since I was since Harry Potter came out. <laughs> yeah, like, Invincible uh, is another great example of how you can tell a story. Yes, in in an animated form for an adult audience that is just incredible. Uh, Castlevania is another good one. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, there's a there's a Witcher. Um, I think it's called Season yeah. of the Wolf or something. Yep, it's yep. just a it's like a, a ninety minute movie on Netflix. That's perfect. It's really yep. good. There is zero reason why things can't be animated. Yeah, well, or why more more there's, things? There's like there's a handful of really opinionated people who think that cartoons are for children. Uh, yes. And that's it. That's it's Well, the other reason is that animation is extremely expensive, uh, compared to live action. But then again, I, I would look, is it really? Well, I, I would, I guess I would have thought the other way. Yeah. Generally speaking. So it's like, I want to say I read somewhere and when we get to numbers this big, I'm not good at remembering them. So, you know, sure. don't necessarily quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure every six minutes is like 10 or $20,000. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But you've well, got, I you guess, know, you've I guess got you got to pay animators. People. Right. Yeah. You've got you three or four people animating. Voice and, actors. Right. You know, and, and it seems and, like nowadays voice acting isn't just standing in a booth. It's, uh, I mean, hell, well, mocap and I, I was just going to say, uh, uh, Snoot Snooberbatch. He was, he was smog. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's very expensive to turn a British man into a dragon and back. It really is. The hard part is turning him back. Right, yeah. Because I mean, right, I'm telling you right fucking now, if you turned me into a dragon, you're not turning me back. No, never again. No, I'm a dragon. I will, I will use my extended long life to figure out how to turn myself into a person, like, when I want to be a when, person. When I want to be a person, exactly. Yeah, like one of those, like that one dragon from the Dresden Files. Yeah, what's his name? Like uh, Fibromax or something. Yeah, Fibromax. Yeah, Ovaltine or whatever. L- LK would know immediately. Yeah. For damn eidetic memory. Oh, I think um, you're It's not, I keep wanting to say Shadow Facts, but that's fucking Gandalf's horse. And that's not a dragon man. So I can't say, it's not, I know it's not Shadow Facts. And it's not Fibromyalgia. So I'm not, I'm just wholly not certain as to what it actually is. Are you looking it up? Did I lose you, Joe? Joseph? Oh, Joseph. (laughs) Joe. Hello there. Hey, you there? I thought I lost you. Yeah, I think did you your did. package show up? Nope. Oh. Nope. I think you probably just drove through a dead spot. I might have. Um Yeah, I, I just I'm with you, man. I would I would yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it just I think makes sense. I'm, I'm also definitely having like the the uh, the Warner Brothers is getting rid of all their animators thing, like backlash in myself. Like, no, don't don't fire those people. They make good stuff. Yeah, they're from, uh, Warner Sorry? Brothers can't stay out of their own way. Warner oh, Brothers yeah. can't stay out of their own way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They're uh, they're hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, I feel like Warner Brothers is doing the same thing to their properties as Musk is doing to Twitter, where they just they were like, ah, I can make that profitable. And then there's, right. they walked in and stripped it for parts. Which is wild. I mean, it's. It's wild. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know why they're doing that, you know, all, you know, going in and saying like, hey, all of these TV shows are crap. Scrap. Done. Mm-hmm. The film, the 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 finished, completed Batgirl movie, done. Yeah, scrapping it. You already, you'll you never already see that. You already paid everybody, so you may as well just release it. And if it's a flop, it's a flop. Who gives a fuck? You're going to make right. some money back. Some people are going to see it. So it costs right. you two hundred million to make, and you only make eighty million. Right. Mitigate your loss. Yeah, and it's not like you can't still write off the other hundred twenty million. <laughs> no shit. Or Instead I mean, just it's... think about how much. Think about how much B-roll you filmed that you can just keep for the next time you decide to do a, a, a Batman movie. You could just throw in this already shot B-roll. Right. Yeah, but, I don't. Doesn't make any but sense. But what am me. I? What am I? I'm just a fucking guy. Right. Yeah. I'm just a guy. Anyway, what are you geeking on this week, bud? What am I geeking on this week? Probably. Um, I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed still. Uh, last week I finished Assassin's Creed 2 again. And uh, so on Sunday, I decided to uh, jump into the next one, which is um, I think it's like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood or something where uh, it's the same. It's the same guy. It's the Auditore, but he's a little older and he's trying to, like, rebuild the assassins after um, uh, like the, the Templars came in and, and just and wiped them all out or something. That's a Templars um, are known. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a fun game. Uh, it's not and it's not nearly as well paced as the the first one as as Assassin's yeah. Creed Two, um, but it's fine. It, it scratches the itch and it's fun to run through history and like uh, you know fight the Borgia or whatever. You know, I guess my problem with anything though is when you end it with "it's fine," it makes me sad inside. Yeah, yeah. I, you're, I you're, like you're, you're, you're not you're not a guy. Yeah, I was say you're not a guy who's happy with "it's fine." Yeah. Well, what kills me about it is I've played through all of them before, and I remember it being better than it is. Yeah. And I think the the big difference is that, like, I used to play it, like, after church when I was, like, just trying to zone out from doing church all day. Right. Uh, And so I don't think I was paying attention critically at all. I was just just playing to have something to do other than nap. Gotcha. Um, And now I'm playing it to play it, and it's like, oh, this actually doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. It's fine. I'm I'm gonna play it and I'm gonna enjoy it. But sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're so. also a guy who's willing to uh, do things he enjoys, even if it doesn't bring as much enjoyment as he. Right. So, yeah. That's fair. I, I started it, and I'm not gonna <laughs> not finish it. It's it's the same right. with. I'll eventually. I, I mentioned last night. I haven't finished Rings of Power or House of the Dragon. I'll do it eventually. Right. You know. I uh, I get that. I, I gotta finish it. I just haven't yet. So. What about you? What are you geeking on this week? 
Uh, you know when C does that thing in Pop Rico where he posts like, here's 10 book jackets. Uh, which one just by the cover would you read? Mm, um, yeah. One caught my eye called the Atlas Six. Ooh. And so I'm I'm currently reading it, and I have uh, so I have a goal every year to read fifty books, um, fifty nice. new books, whether they're fiction, nonfiction, whatever it is. Um, and uh, this is my fifty-first book of the year. Oh, and congratulations! We're, we're, we're uh, thank you, thank you. We're we're at the very beginning of December. I think I'm going to probably end up at fifty-three books, uh, based on what I got laid out for myself. Um, anyway, this this one's kind of a cool. Uh, it it. I almost gave up on it, but it just got very compelling. Um, Interesting. It is a it is a a guy named Atlas who is I guess he's kind of in charge of this uh, the Alexandria Society, which is a, a group of magicians who actually um, have all of the manuscripts from the University of Alex or from the Lighthouse at Alexandria. Ooh, nice! And he. Um, yeah, it, uh, every 10 years they recruit six magicians in the world. And magic is like a known entity in the world. Like There's like the New York University of Magic. Sure. Um, but he, they picked like the six greatest magicians in the world, and uh, only five of them can join the Alexandria Society. And oh, okay. they, have to, they have to do like a two-year internship at, this, at the Alexandria Society and then and put through a series of tests. And they're all like... Like in this world, magic is like you can learn to do different magics, but you definitely are born with a prerequisite towards a certain kind of magic. Okay. Um, and these are these are six people throughout the world uh, who are there. They've decided to join this, I guess, tryout to join the Alexander Society. And they were just attacked by members of the MI6 and the CIA. Oh, dang. Um, with there was like human grunts, like human spies with what they call Medeas, which I guess are like, it'd be like saying an Omega level mutant. Your okay. Medea is like a, like an intensely strong magician. Gotcha. Um, so like all at once, certain magicians with some like actual, like mortal grunts attacked this boarding school where these adults are trying to join the Alexander society. And they had to defend the school like with mortal force. So uh, it just got intense. Yeah, that's, that's an what, interesting that's what, idea. That's what I'm geeking on. If, yeah, if, it, you, uh, if you were a magician, as an yeah. adult, would you go to a magician boarding school for two years, leave your family for two years, for the chance to maybe be one of the five? Five out of six is good, good odds. Yeah, you only got to be better than four of the people. Right. But, but yes, I would do it. And the reason why is because if you join the... Alexandria Society, you get access to all of that knowledge that is thought to be lost from the yeah. lighthouse of Alexandria. Yeah, so, that's and that's why they're doing point. it. Yeah, why wouldn't you? So hmm. I'm, uh, I got, I got about uh, probably nine hours left on that book, and then I am. That'll be my fifty-first book of the year, and then it's on to, uh, um, I don't know. I got some other books lined up, and I'm, I'm, uh, that's what I'm geeking on. This, this, this new book I'm reading. Nice. Nice. So I love it. If, uh, if, if you liked this short little episode, um, if you want to hear more, the best thing you can do is uh, give us a five-star review. Leave us, leave us, tell us how many books you've read this year or Ooh. what show you want to see animated. Yeah. 
I like that. If you so that's the absolute best way you could support us is give us the five stars, say anything, uh, you know, but <laughs> literally, but yeah, by all, by all means, follow the prompt. If you if you're having trouble thinking of anything to say, um, if you want to support us in other ways, you can do so over at patreon.com slash geekcast live or you can buy one of our shirts over at uh, gcl.threadless.com. That's gcl.threadless.com. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? So, Follow us on all the socials. Go to our website. And, uh, yeah. Rob made that site. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty and, good site. And then, we'll, uh, and then we'll see you in hell. Yeah. Call, call your grandparents. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quattrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus, Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds. I don't know if that's their official website. That might be porn. Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower. <laughs> that's a Grumpkins flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from there ways. Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.